The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to another Formula of Sports. Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. Which is now Ken in the AZ. Ken is in the studio. We got Samarge from LA. Morning, fellas. Samarge is in the studio. What's going on, fellas? Ken from the ATL has landed in the the, the Valley of the Sun. (laughs) You've been here before, but look, hope everybody had a uh, pretty good memorial. It was, uh, you know, time to reflect on some things. People that's passed in your life, people that serve this country so we can live a, a certain lifestyle on this earth and on, on this planet in the United States. Uh, but we got, a, we got a great show ahead for you. We have the, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals, which starts tonight. Uh, you, got, you got the Miami Heat and you got the Dallas Mavericks, LeBron James, D-Way, who already has a ring. Uh, and this will be LeBron's first, uh, first shot at getting the ring. Now, he's been in the playoffs before with the, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But he's never had any help and having to do it all himself. Mm-hmm. We got a minute with Ken, which is always good. You listen to the show, uh, you know what minute with Ken's about. More informative, and we're gonna go over to that Jim Trestle. I think Big Play Ray might want to tune in or, or chime in for some of that Big Play. Cause we're gonna talk some Ohio State. Oh, we're gonna it, talk bad about it. Is it really Ohio State's <laughs> or, 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 or is it really Trestle's fault? Uh, he's been the father. He prom- he made a lot of promises. About this, about what he's going to do for these kids and protect these kids. So it really is his fault. But let's get into that Dallas Maverick. We may have Anthony Dorsett uh, calling into the show, Junior Spivey, to chime in with that minute with Ken because it's uh, in a baseball area, baseball field. I don't want to tell you too much about it. Just listen to it. It's always good, as I said. Guys, where's Coach B? <laughs> you know what? He's sometimey. Coach is about to get it. <laughs> Coach is about to catch hell. I, I don't understand this guy. He acts like he's coaching the National Football League. Uh, <laughs> he's coaching the Steelhawks. Now, a job is a job, but come on, man. You, got, you can do it. It's 9 o'clock? It's 12 o'clock. It was Memorial here. Day. We're going to have to give him a little credit. Maybe he was out <laughs> no, boozing it up. No, we don't cut nobody. No, no he ain't no he credit. Know he wants some credit. He better find and fill all the credit cards. <laughs> you missed the show. We talk bad about you. Yeah. Because they give me hell. Okay. Ken came <laughs> I'm glad I didn't miss it today. But Ken does the show from, from uh, in ATL from his job, so he got to... He does have a private office or something like that. They get. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into this Miami Heat, man. We'll get on Rich. We'll we'll kill him throughout the show for real, man. I don't know why he can't call in. He think he's uh, uh who's the coach for New England? <laughs> he think he's that guy. He think he's that guy. They just went. They did go. The Steelhawks did go on a three game winning streak. Now oh, that was good. So they probably three and eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably enjoying his, his victory. Don't do him like that. Come on. Yeah, man, he should be on the show. Kind of we'll celebrate. So we have, we have the, the player. We have the, the uh, knowledgeable fan. And we have the coach. We don't have the coach here today. We got the journalist, Samad. 
Yeah. We don't have everybody here today, so we'll change the name of the show. Guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you that. Well, it says sometime rich show. So. Sometime, you know, yeah. sometime. So we might just keep that. Let's get into that. Let's get into that Miami Let's Heat. Let's do it. it. It starts tonight, fellas, and um, the the Miami Heat. Uh, after all the controversial, all the all the uh, uh, bad mouthing, and the, the decision that LeBron made. Is it justified getting here right now, uh, the decision he made? Now, I, w- I wasn't a big fan of how he did it. If you're going to leave Cleveland, just leave Cleveland. Uh, you did give those guys plenty of opportunities to bring some help around you to win some championship, to play in a championship game. He cannot do it by himself. Jordan couldn't do it by himself, who's arguably the best player to ever play the game. He couldn't do it by himself. He had to get Scottie Pippen, but he had great role players around him. LeBron didn't have those great role players around him, and he stayed an extra year. I remember the year before he did leave, the last game, he just walked off the court. Um, and they made a big issue about it. Peyton Manning did the same thing when he lost. They, they didn't say anything about that. But we we on the Miami Heat, and we're talking LeBron James. It, is it justified right now where he is tonight's final, tonight's game and, and and also with the decision he's made? Let's, let's go back to Lakers of the 80s. Magic, Kareem, Worthy. All-stars. Boston, Mikhail, Bird. DJ. All-Stars. Parrish. All-Stars. So uh, <laughs> hey, San Antonio's when they won the championship. Yeah. Robinson. The Duncan. Um, you, point guard. You had those guys. Yeah. You got more than three superstars on the team. Right. Okay, so today's NBA, you got to have three-plus superstars. Right. Kobe. Shaq. Derek Fisher. You got to have three superstars on the team. Now, the way he did it, is that justifiable? No. The decision was a bad decision. We all know that. Right. That was a bad decision. Okay, chop that up. It was it's a good gone. business move. He though. apologized. He moved on. Cleveland fans, get over it. Haters, get over it. Right. He's in South Beach. Pat Riley is a fan of three superstars on the team. He's this always had that. They always had that. He had. He built the Kareem Magic Worthy Coop. Uh, whoever else they brought in after that, his role players. Yeah, that's the same thing he's doing here in Miami. So can you blame him? You can't blame him because I go back to the Celtics, uh, who set the recipe for that when they brought in Ray Allen, when they brought in uh, Kevin Garnett. It was just Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce couldn't get it done, but he was always like LeBron, getting into the final, getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But it's just not enough. You got to have somebody to take that pressure off you in those big games. You may be able to win against the Sixers in those final and those. In those games mm-hmm. with one guy, but you have to have superstars and role players got to understand their roles. It's unfortunate uh, when the role player doesn't understand his roles and he wants to be the superstar. I give you a great example of that with uh, Russell Westbrook. If Russell would just mm-hmm. get the ball, he's a point guard. Distribute the ball. Right. Distribute the ball well. You're gonna get your points because he is a scorer. Mm-hmm. Distribute the ball. Get it to the guy who got you in the play playoffs. Right. Get it to your superstar. Uh, not to say that Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook's not going to be a star one day, uh, but I think he's a scorer first. Mm-hmm. You can't be a point guard and be a scorer first. Mm-hmm. You're going to get your points. So I like to see him move to the two. But with the three superstar situation, that's why LeBron James and those Kevin and uh, Bosh uh, went to help the D Wade mm-hmm. down in Miami, and mm-hmm. that's a recipe for you know winning. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I you know I, I think he could have done it a lot better, like you guys said. But um, you know it was a good business move for him. I mean, look at him; he's in the playoffs now. Right. So you you can't hate him. I mean, they need to leave him alone now. I mean, he's there. You know what? You got uh, I, you would think he was Michael Jackson. You, you ever seen the Michael Jackson concert where there's people just crying? Yeah. When LeBron decided to go to Miami, oh, they, they were <laughs> crying. It was a wreck. I'm like the king. My son really? is a fan of LeBron. He yeah. followed him though. Yeah. But come on now, crying. 
Uh-uh. Yeah. They, they, they won the championship so bad, but he's done everything he's supposed to do in Cleveland. They mm-hmm. nobody they didn't put help around him. Right. Then they fired his coach, Mike Brown, who we were briefly talk about yeah. who went to you guys' team, the Lakers, mm-hmm. LA Lakers. Yes. Um, I'll take him. Yeah. Right. He's a good defensive coach, so I mean yeah. he did wonders for the Cavs. So mm-hmm. hope I'm sure he's gonna do wonders for us. And and the thing about it, you're right, he is a great defensive uh coach, minded coach. Uh what he what he doesn't have didn't have to do in Cleveland was be a more offensive guy because you had LeBron. Nobody was going to step LeBron. LeBron has been uh, for the past four years arguably the best guy in the league at that point. Even that's that's in a league where there's a Kobe Bryant. But he took yeah. him to back to back records in the season, didn't he? Uh, they Bryant. won. They had yeah, top they record. Had yeah. But Kobe mm-hmm. is a professional. Mm-hmm. Kobe know how he gets it done. Kobe. Oh, yes. Kobe. I don't know that's if you right. guys remember. He made it a point to tell you this is my team. You don't know me three years ago when he did, he shot the ball one time. They were playing the Phoenix Suns. He shot the ball one time and they lost just to prove this is my team. But there was mm-hmm. so much controversy yep. around there. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, Kobe is a professional. Mm-hmm. Kobe goes demand those guys play well with him. The same thing in Jordan. You can see a little bit of Jordan in Kobe when you're on the court. Uh, right. He demand those guys to play around him. And when you got the uh, LeBron James guy like that, uh, you don't have to demand most of that stuff when um, you got D-Wade. You don't have to demand most of that stuff when you got a uh, Bosch. Um, Who's now coming to his own? He is serviceable at times, but the two stars are LeBron James, D Wade, and they got a good role player. Haslam coming back is good. Is this going to be a uh, a fit? You think this is going to be a? I can't say it's an easy series, but the Dallas Mavericks have played basketball this series. They swept the Lakers. They got to win though. They yeah, they got to win. Got to win. They got to bring it. The best thing about it, the best best thing about it now is home field, home court. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two games in uh, Miami, and there's three games in Dallas. Dallas, they, they they got a good fan base. Yeah, you know, they, that's what I'm saying. If they, they win really one it. game in Miami, they mm-hmm. got three games at home. At home. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know what? I think Dallas um, it has proven that they can win on the road. They mm-hmm. went to the Staples Centers, beat the Lakers, right. yeah. who had one of the best NBA home team home records in the league at the at that point behind uh, uh, Boston and Miami and Chicago. Uh, this team is it can prove that they already can win on the road. They went to Oklahoma, beat a tough team in Oklahoma yeah. on the road to close out that series. This team, when if they go to Miami, all they need is one. And you're going back home. Right. The Dallas uh, arena there is one of the most electrifying uh, fan base arenas there is in the NBA. Do you think Miami is strong enough to beat Dallas? Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got to find somebody who stopped uh, Derek. And right. I don't know, I don't know uh, if, if, that's, if that 7-1. makes sense to say. I don't know. 7-1 shoots like a... Uh, number two guard. <laughs> he's hot. He's he hot. shoots like a number two guard. High on fire arch. right now. And high, yeah. That high arch. So I don't know. I don't know who can stop him. But uh, what do you guys? Do you put what well, Scottie Pippen? I don't know if you hear this. Scottie Pippen say he's he may be better than Jordan. So that being the case, Scottie, it may be crazy. He's he right. <laughs> yeah. He was drunk. He was drunk. He was sipping. Do you put LeBron James on Dirk Nowitzki? LeBron James arguably one of been the defensive player in and week. I mean, year in and year out. He's gonna want to take guy. him. He's yeah. gonna want to take him. He's gonna want to. But I don't think they start out the game with Put LeBron. Exactly, Haslam because he's long he's, and it'd be more physical too. Haslam is long. Yeah, he's quick. He's long. Yeah. Um, he's a six foot eight, six foot nine player who plays. At seven one, seven foot seven right. one because of his long arms. So I think you do bring in Haslam and put him on him. But I think as the series goes on, when they know that uh, Haslam's not going to be able to handle Dirk, because nobody can handle Dirk. I don't think okay? so. Okay? Not, he's going to so. get his. I All thought Collins yeah. played him well at times, mm-hmm. but not enough to stop Dirk. Now, mm-hmm. you, you call this stopping Dirk 23 points. 
the 23 points helped your team win. Yes, yeah. <laughs> after, it's, after, it's, after coming it's, off a 48-point. As um, you can see. Yeah, after coming off a 48-point game, and he has 23. But I thought Collison played him well, but I agree, Ken. Mm-hmm. I put Haslam on him to start him off. Start him. And LeBron, he's going to want him. Yeah, they're going to put probably two, three players on him. I can see them bringing in uh, Joel Anthony, probably try to stick him right. at one point. Joel, Joel Anthony is their, their true center, not Bosch. Right. Joel Anthony is their true Bosch center. Bosch is not a center. He's yeah. too, he's, he's he, too he, soft. Very soft. <laughs> he's too soft. He's soft. Yeah. I mean, he's, very about to, he's about to steal a ring right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to get over. Yeah. He's getting over. But no, you start off with Haslam. I think Joel Anthony is going to probably get some of them because Joel Anthony, remember, he's the center, but he's he's he's, he's long and, and lanky. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that lengthy type center they have in the NBA these days now, like a Tyson Chandler. Right. So this is going to be the opposite of Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler is somebody that if you had him on Miami, he'll be sticking dirt in this because mm-hmm. he's tall, seven foot one. He's long. He's quick, but Haslam, Joel Anthony, and maybe you might even see uh, Juwan Howard even probably get into the mix with this as well. Juwan Howard? About the, yeah. No, hey. Well, he's been sitting on the bench all series. <laughs> hey, he's, been, he's, been, he's been coming in every now and then. Spurs. Top before timeouts. 20 I minutes think, before timeouts. I think we'll see Juwan Howard play. Hey, he's getting in. So, yeah. Hey, he's getting in. He getting in. I think we're going to see some I think up. the series for Miami changed. They, they became a more they became a better team. And I say better team when you still have D-Wade, LeBron, and, and Bosch on the court. Mm-hmm. When Haslam came in in the Chicago game and gave them a spark with the rebounds and the points that were unaccountable for, I think that's when the series changed. So uh, Haslam coming in, being more physical with uh, Nowitzki, uh, and then LeBron wanting to take him. That's going to take a lot from LeBron's offense if he got to go up and down the court, play defense and play offense on this guy, Dirk Nowitzki. It's going to be a long day, and probably a long series. Uh, but I still see, I still see the um, uh, Miami Heat pulling this one off. You think yeah. so? I think so. We'll I'm going happens. with Dallas. You going with Dallas? I'm going with Dallas, and I'm going to go four two. You drinking too? You still drunk? <laughs> <laughs> I might be. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I really nah, don't care who wins, nah, but, but I think Dallas going to take it. Uh, they got to. Well, the we'll, we'll, play, like we'll come back. Thing. We'll come back and briefly touch on that, and then we do a minute with Ken. Okay. But I, th- I think both of you guys are crazy. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. This we'll is the Quarmelas Sports sometime. Rich with Ken from the ATS. Samaraj in the studio with Ken. We'll be back in about two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Let's get back in. Let's get back in it real quick. Welcome back to the show. Again, we're in the studio with Ken and Samaj. We uh, we were talking about, uh, when we was leaving, man, these guys were talking about Dallas were winning 4-2. to 4-2. 4-2. I'm surprised y'all said that because you, you got a, that passion, that will, and that desire. We got a minute with Ken coming up real quick, but let me say this. That LeBron has and, and, and wanted. Not that those other guys in Dallas don't have it. But he was in Cleveland. Those guys weren't anywhere bad. He was in Cleveland doing everything he can to make that team a success story. The owners didn't want to bring help for him. Just counting on him to do the offense. They fired his head coach. Uh, you think a guy with that determination going to lose this series? Do you think Mark Cuban would really pay all this money yes. and put a lot of money into this team? For this team to jail, they've been there in 2005 when they played the Heat the last time. But that's a Heat team that had Shaq and D Wade. Right. But this is a team that still has Jason Terry and Dirk Nowitzki from that championship finals team. That's two guys. Okay, that's two guys. But then you bring in two a Jason guys, Kidd. Though. Yeah, they you bring yeah. in Jason, Jason Terry on fire. Tyson Chandler. You bring in Deshaun Stevenson. And let's not forget the who I think is going to be the the wild card in this series, JJ Brer. You seem dead presidents, both of you guys, right? Yeah. Mark Cuban, to answer your question, he has money to burn. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to win. Hey, he <laughs> wants to win in the worst I, way. I, I think you the know what? Want to, I like Jason. I like Jason Kidd in this situation uh, to be a factor. Jason Kidd is thirty eight years old. He's he's done everything he need to do to get this team in the right direction with the with the players he have around him. Mm-hmm. So four uh, two, I don't see if they win. You know, it's going to be real tight. I think this is going to come down to the point guards, and this is something that Miami struggles with. They just they just don't have. They yeah. don't have a true point guard that can go out there and match up with Jason Kidd or J.J. Burke. Chalmers can't do it. Can't do it. Chalmers can't do it. Hey, we got Junior Spivey. We got the minute with Ken on. We're going to go with the minute with Ken right now. Yeah, I, I want to talk about uh, one of my favorite players growing up uh, for this one minute because uh, uh, this guy is definitely a, a true warrior when it comes to longevity and uh, a true sportsmanship in baseball. Gary Carter, who was diagnosed with four brain tumors um, over the last month. Um, I want to get into uh, uh, Gary Carter's, uh, his career, just what he's meant for baseball. This man played 19 seasons in the bigs, a uh, career average of uh, 295, 346 homers. He's, he's batted. He's, he won uh, a couple of MVPs. He's, uh, his first season, he, he batted over 400 uh, for the season. Um, but um, definitely my heart is definitely going out with him and his family as he's battling uh, these four brain tumors right now and they're pretty much being optimistic right now about the cure but he's pretty much came out and just said you know he's ready you know he's ready to go and um, you know, we got Junior Spivey on the line also because I want to get into the Mets um, talk a little bit more about the Mets extensively about what we talked about last week with the last minute as far as uh, the, the ownership with the Mets uh, what they're doing with this team they're just bringing this team down and this is unfair to a team who's who's a true. Um, you talk about sports fans, unlike the Yankees. The Mets are a team that 
you know, they you just don't let this team go like how the Dodgers are. You just don't let them go in that direction. Okay. Spivey, you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah. Here. yeah, I want to talk about how this, how the Wilpons are letting Bobby Bonilla getting over, but you also was talking about another guy uh, who, who who's in the same position, but this is very common. I thought this was something that was uncommon, but you said this is something uh, that's very common. very common. I mean, Diamondbacks are still paying. Uh, Matt Williams, I believe they deferred a, a lot of the money uh, that's still owed to Randy Johnson. He's still getting paid on the payroll. Um, Todd Stoudemire at one point was... Uh, he had he had deferred a lot of money, but it, it's very common to defer um, a portion of your contract and uh, and to get paid over over the years. So it's it's very common. Uh, and to say that he's getting over, I wouldn't say he's getting over. There's money that was owed to him, and the interest has built up. And hey, they owe him what approximately thirty million, and uh, they could have paid him five was it five point nine? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, but it's very common for mm-hmm. sure. But but back to Gary Carter, man. When I first really started paying attention to baseball back in, um, I would say, 86, the Mets was probably one of my favorite teams. Uh, and to have the longevity that Gary Carter had over the years at that position um, is it, it's amazing. It's unbelievable to play that many years at that position and to put up the numbers that he put up. And the numbers that he put up in Montreal, I mean, that's where he really made a name for himself was Montreal. So... Gary Carter, man, is one of the best catchers to ever play the game, one of the best hitting. I mean, he really defined that position. And then, you know, it wasn't a catcher uh, that come along after Gary Carter. Uh, well, the catcher that come along after Gary Carter was uh, Piazza, Mike Piazza, that put up those kind of numbers and did what he did. Um, for a career, so mm-hmm. I mean, his career speaks for itself. Yeah, Mike Piazza actually uh, tutored, uh, was tutored by Gary Carter when the, the last year Gary Carter played. He played with right. the LA Dodgers and he yeah. tutored uh, Mike Piazza and brought him along. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. So, man, it, I mean, I, I feel bad for him. I mean, mm-hmm. my, you know, his hearts and and uh, prayers are with us. Um, you know, he managed in Long Island the last uh, the last year that I played back in two thousand nine. I mean, 2008, I believe, no, 2009. So, you know, I had a chance to, you know, to talk to him and to to, to ask questions and pick his brain a little bit. He was a great guy. Um, so, you know, prayers are with him. I also mm-hmm. found out very something that was very interesting on this was that the, the Mets still pay him uh, just under uh, 100,000, 100, about 110, 115, something like that, still to this day uh, because his, he's, he had a balloon payment as well. Oh yeah. yeah, so he's still getting paid. So is this something that the the, uh, the the franchise, the Mets, will actually, you know, do they, in instances like this with this, uh, the, the chemotherapy and stuff, will they be involved with this? Uh, I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be. A lot of organizations do that, especially uh, someone of Gary Carter's statue. So uh, without a doubt, they're going to be behind him, and like, I'm pretty sure they'll take care of a lot of his medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Well they, well, they should, man. When you got a guy like that, a, a lot of the stuff played out with the, uh, we were talking about the mess earlier, with the Madoff situation when well, you could have gave Bobby Bonilla $5.9 million just in Major League Sports, period. $5.9 million is not a lot of money. You right. can pay that guy off right then, but when, you, when you're doing all this nonsense and, this, and what I would call crookedness uh, just, to hold on, just to save money and uh, save a dime, uh, to get the interest off this thing, now look what you have to pay this guy mm-hmm. uh, for. What is it for the next ten years, twenty five years? Next twenty five years, where he gets a million dollars, one point two million. When they could have gave him five, five point nine, settled out, yeah, <laughs> settled out easily, man. Mm-hmm. Then he got eight yeah. percent since nineteen ninety nine. It's been averaging eight percent a year, which totaled up to thirty million. 
incredible. You know, and so what was the fight? Here's 30 million. You you could have gave this guy, been done with him, but yet you decided to give it to who? Francisco Rodriguez was a bus. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, Bill Tran. I mean, I mean, Bill Tran. It was a lot of guys. I mean, they made a lot of blunders, man, over the years in the front office. It's the guys that they, they, they had running the, running the organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it all starts. It all starts from the top. And, I mean, from top to bottom, man, they were just horrible. Minor league system, one of the best, I mean, one of the worst uh, minor leagues in baseball. They wasn't putting out any homegrown talent other than, like, David Wright. Who, who can you say that came through the organization that, and, and became, you know, became a star? I mean, they had a lot of first-round players, man, that come through that organization. It's just a lot of, lot of, lot of mix-ups, man, a lot of mistakes that they made. Um, in the front office. Yeah. Spive, you've been playing, you've been following the uh, Diamondbacks. You're still close with the Diamondbacks. I know you do a lot of things for them. Yes. Can you explain or assess this out of the last 17 games? These guys have won 15 games. They're, they're on the road, man. Like I said before, I love the direction that they're going in. And, and, and it all starts with, you know, with the manager, Kirk Gibson and, and the coaching staff. Yeah. Right? Eric Young, Matt Williams, you got a bunch of winners. That, that 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 they're trying to inject that winning attitude into these players. You got a, nothing but young players without any veteran players. It's veteran uh, presence. It's hard to win when you have a bunch of young players that don't know how to win. Mm-hmm. So you know when you got a coaching staff the way they they equip that coaching staff with man. It, it gives. I mean it's, it's promising. You you definitely it feels good to see what they're trying to do. Right, and, and these guys, like you said, they're on the roll and they're hot. Um, but with this young talent, where do you see them going after this? Where do you see them going in the future, like the near future? Do they Man, get? I, I see them doing big things. I just think they're only a few players away, a couple pitchers away, and a couple of big bats and, and, and veteran players because, you know, you get to the playoffs, man, it's, it's a totally different mindset and mentality. And you've got to have that veteran presence there just to keep them calm, keep them relaxed keep everyone loose, man, because you can tense up, man. You know, pressure situations, you can get tense, man, if you're a young player and you've never been in that kind of environment before and, 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 and to see, you know, to have that kind of pressure uh, put on you like the, like the playoffs does. Who is, Junior's Ken, hey, who is the, uh, the leader of this team this year? Who is that veteran that they're going to lean on to uh, take them to the promised land? They don't really have one. I would say, you know, Justin Upton because the way he plays the game, you follow Upton's lead, and he's the guy Andy that I believe Virginia. he's going to step up and be that, that veteran, I mean, yeah. that leader. Who would you say, Kwame? And he's from Virginia area, so, <laughs> so what, what do you expect? He's born, he's a born I mean, leader. Dude, this dude is, I mean, he's a rising megastar. I'm not going to say superstar. He has potential to be a megastar. And, and he has, I mean, he has every tool that you can imagine. He has it all. Speed, power, arm, defense. I mean, he's a guy that, hey, you jump on his back, man, and he's going he's gonna to carry a whole team. Okay, well, with this, with this young team, um, and in the near future, you said they need more bats. What do you go, what do you go after first? The, uh, put somebody in that uh, bullpen, that, that pitching staff, or do you go for a bat? Because a pitching, you know, here's a statistic for you. 60% of the teams that are in first place on Memorial Day usually make it to the playoffs. Absolutely. Okay. I didn't know that stat. But if you can just just hang around 500 until the All-Star break, if you're right around 500, you got a, you got a chance. Okay. The key is, you know, just, just stand at an even keel pace right around 500, and you kind of see where you're at. I mean, the, guy, the team that's going to be in, in first place usually probably – Ten games over five hundred, somewhere around there. But if you can just remain five hundred, you got a chance. So, you know, it's kind of too early to to to, to detect if you're going to make 
you're going to make the playoffs, you got a chance. But uh, the All Star break, halfway through the, through the season, you really you pretty much me- you know what you measure up. Well, you got a baseball team, uh, and you guys are in the playoffs right now. You got your little your little thoroughbreds out there. I watch you guys play. Them coaches out there that you coaching against, Junior, they don't like you. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't they don't like you. So, uh, as far as those young guys coming up, and you and you doing a great job as mentoring, tutoring those guys, teaching them the game. Um, but this is Arizona. They live in these kids live in different neighborhoods that uh, I, I would say a lot of us didn't grow up in. How do you keep them motivated and play with that hunger? Do you take them out of the side of the state? Uh, or do you got plans on doing it? I know you got a, you're working on your 501c3. Uh, what are your goals towards it with, with, with a minute left? we got a minute left. Okay, all right, I, got, I got some young talent. I got a group that I feel that's special. But I need, we need to take them. I'm taking them to California. I'm taking them to Texas. Mm. I'm also taking them to the Dominican Republic. And I'm also taking them to Mexico just so they can see, hey, they're not as good as they think they are. Because there's better, there's better talent around the world, man. Yes. Baseball is uh, California. It's good baseball in California. It's good baseball in Texas. So I want to take them around to these states, and so they can play against better talent. I want to take them to the Dominican, so they can go inside of these neighborhoods and see that, hey, you know what? I, we have it kind of good. I'm spoiled here in America, yes. right? And where I'm coming from. So these guys that's coming out of Dominican, man, they got to hit their way off of the island. So. You know, these guys have come out of, I mean, nothing. You're talking about poverty? Yeah. That's real poverty. So all, yeah. all, all islands are not palm trees and everything's good over there. Right, right. Yeah. and they're all not, they don't come from all these big resorts. So yeah. I want to take them, and it's all about development. So I want to make sure they get the right fundamentals and they get the right development. So okay. they'll be well equipped by the time they, they're seniors in high school. All right, well, we're going to take a break. Uh, if you want to stay with us, man, you're more than welcome. I know you got a lot of things to do, but... If you need a place to stay, Scottsdale Countback Resort always take care of guests of the of the Quamalas for Sports Sometime Rich Show. Rich takes advantage of it. You know, we got <laughs> he takes advantage of it. But but check nice, out the, but nice, yeah, but check nice, out the nice, website nice. is uh ScottsdaleCamelback.com. It's nice guys. The number over there is four eight oh nine four seven three three oh oh. Uh thank you, Jody. Thank you, Clark, uh, for looking out. We'll be back in two minutes. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel 
is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Junior was uh, giving us a lot of insight on what was going on, and they, and they talked on a minute with Ken, which is always good. Uh, we back. We want to talk some Jim Trestle. Uh, Spivey wanted to talk a little bit about that L.A. Lakers, uh, what they did and when they became superstars. You can briefly speak on that if you want, Spivey. Yeah, and, and then right. we'll go the to the problem. I think everyone had with LeBron and and D Wade coming together is because these guys came together in the height of their careers. Jordan, all these guys, the team that, that it, the team they put together with Jordan, it came, it happened over time. It was over time that they built that team and put that team together with Jordan. Magic, these guys was a bunch of veterans, man. It wasn't like they were twenty, twenty five years old all playing together. These guys were old. You know, Kareem was old. Worthy had been in the league, you know, nine, ten years. All these guys were older. Like even Boston, uh, the big three right now, they were all. They came together at the end of their, the tail end of their careers. And I think the problem that everyone had with LeBron, they came together at the height of their careers, man. And I, I, I had a problem with it. So, hey, teach his own. Yeah. Uh, well, we talking about the three stars, and and here's the problem that Chicago Bulls was going to have when you only got uh, Derrick Rose. I thought Bosch played terrible in these playoffs. Terrible. He didn't help out at all. Uh, one game is not helping out. Mm-hmm. But when he's when this guy was in Utah, he was sought after. I think he getting the max on his contract. Now money doesn't equal equals play, but. When you're getting the max in the NBA, guaranteed, you got to show up. You got to show up for these games. Yeah. He's not the same guy, and I don't know if he's hurt or what, but for Chicago to move on, having the best uh, record this year, for them to move on to get a little further than they uh, did this year, they're going to need two more superstars. Mm-hmm. Well, you got, you got, you got no, Boozer. I think they won. I mean, look how far they've gotten with the teams they have now. They're just one player away. Mm-hmm. If Boozer just show up, if Boozer can show up, they got a chance. But yeah. Boozer got to bring it every night. Sometimes you don't hear from Boozer, man. Got to stay healthy. You know, you got to show up every night. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, he, what you think? Twenty points tonight? Because D. Rose, Derek Rose, Derrick Rose man, gonna get him. Paid the man twenty. He got the man. He had a big deal in Utah. He <laughs> he left Cleveland. He now see that was he's one of the X factors, man. What happened with LeBron? Mm-hmm. This dude left. Just think if he would have stayed in Cleveland with the team that, that LeBron had. Right. But Boozer left, man. He he opted out and went over to. Uh, Utah. Some guys got egos that blinds them so far mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. see or where they need to be. And then, uh, like we talked about before, when you're a young guy, what do you do? You go, you go get these contracts, you go get the money, then you search for the ring, or do you mm-hmm. get that ring first and then it can parlay into bigger contracts because you do have a, and been on a, super, a championship team. Wait, once you get a, a ring, like let's let's go look at uh, Trevor Ariza. Got right. a ring with the Lakers, and yeah. what he did, he opted, he opted out, opted out yeah. left, went to go get his money. Right. You know, he didn't do bad. He went to a team that can definitely uh, challenge for a championship, but not win it. But he went there. He went for his money. Right. That ring, if you're a, a role player like that, you're supposed to leave and go get the money. Right. Because you got one good contract uh, uh, t- uh, career left in you, go get as much as you can. And that's what he did. I yeah, don't blame you him. Gotta, you got you to gotta come into your own, you mm-hmm. know. You as a competitor, you know, you want you want to be able to get off. Him playing in in, in L.A., he's just going to be a role player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so he wasn't. You know, you wouldn't better see the 
the full potential of what Ariza can bring to the table. He was a role player. Like again, he was a role player, but he was a. Uh, he did a pretty good job over in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he came in. Then he oh, went, yeah. then he went out to Houston, and and Yao Ming was a no show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trace McGrady had left. Uh, he thought he was going to a team where he would still be able to be a competitor uh, throughout the season, but you know he has his ring. Go get your money. Mm-hmm. And and that's Shannon Brown, same same type of player. Yeah. You know, he he can only get three million from the Lakers now. Right. He got his ring. He could have went somewhere else, got more. He decided he wanted to come back, take this three. But guess what? After this season, um, I, I don't think Shannon Brown is going to be coming back um, after this last season right here coming up. I think he's going to play one more season. Either he's going to get traded or he's going to opt out after this year and he's going to go get his money. When, you, said, when, you, stay with, yeah, when you stay with a winning team, you do, uh, you, you are sought off the, after throughout the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Brown will be one of those guys. And somebody mm-hmm. may bring him in and pay him, mm-hmm. but they may bring him in to, to come off the bench, mm-hmm. but they may pay him like a starter. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll keep a lookout on that. And Shannon Brown is not really one of our Kwamlaza Sports sometime Rich McKeer from the ATL and some odds one of our priorities but uh, <laughs> I know you guys are Lakers fans so <laughs> I, I, I want to say Laker worshippers y'all it's, it's y'all build y'all church hell to the champs yeah. <laughs> what you say y'all will build y'all the church they still the best it's the Lake show man it's everything that comes Spivey a fan too <laughs> he a fan too but yeah y'all, Spivey. y'all will build y'all church on that team but uh, I don't know about it. put Kobe right in the middle of it hey Mo we're not going into break Mo Let, let's talk about the downfall of Jim Trussell. Ken, mm. what is going on? Is this Jim Trussell fault when he recruited recruited these guys and he knew a lot of this in 2002 when they were doing this uh and I'm putting this in my quotation fingers up, uh illegality stuff uh in college is it all Jim, Jim Trussell's fault uh to take care of his players or to not bring it up or to bring it up because he went into these uh he went into the uh parents home talked about the kids they come to the Ohio State I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to look after them like a father. Is, is all the blame to be on him? Or does the NCAA have to take some of this blame? It's a lot of restrictions that you can't do in college that a lot of these guys, well, not, I won't say allow them, but, but tempt these guys to go mm-hmm. do some stuff, go get more money. And I got a problem with that. Uh, I could play devil's advocate. Too bad uh, coach is not here. Do um, these guys go into the draft? They got diamond watches on. They don't. They $3,000 suits. And they're talking about they want more money in college. They have cars uh, that they can't even pay for in, 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 in college. I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. where, where, where's uh, Jim Trestle at fault in all this? I mean, when, and, and his decision, his final, the final decision to get him out of Ohio State, mm-hmm. um, was that the only result? Was that the last result? You know what? This goes further and higher than Jim Trestle. I think it goes all the way up to the A.D., he knows what's going on. And, they, and I think they're pretty good friends. They know what's going yeah. on. Jim mm-hmm. Trouser know what's going on. You cannot do any of this kind of stuff. Getting the whole team riding around with free tattoos and free cars. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on since 2002. Right. And nobody's not paying us. They don't have a job. They know. You know, on. come on. This is just some. This is a big cover up, and all this was was a big blame game that the athletic department had to put on somebody. But who's always the scapegoat when it comes down to NCAA infractions? The coach. The coach. The coach. The coach. But what what blame and what part does the players taking in? They know they can't do this stuff. Every player know when you get onto the when you get on campus, you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what, on every campus is, yeah, I, I would say, and I, I don't yeah. want to sound like I'm, I'm pointing the finger at anyone. But I, 
come on, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. It was going on back in the 70s. It was going on in the 80s. It hasn't stopped. It's still okay. going on. Well, well, then, well then you say this then. Start paying these guys. Man, these guys are making so much money. These kids are struggling. Just like if you watch mm-hmm. the movie The Fab Five, if you watch that documentary. Man, these kids are struggling. They right. come from nothing. You know, and hey, these football, NCAA, man, they're making billions of dollars. These, they, these, these, teams, these schools are making billions. Mm-hmm. They're making money. Yep. So they know what's going on. You're going to turn the blind eye. You, don't, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to know what's going on. Well, you can say a lot of those guys that you say come from nothing, um, a lot of those guys were recruited to that school, and it wasn't just sign your name right here. It was some, we can get you this and we can get you right. that, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you say, okay, you come from nothing. Here's a great opportunity. Let's just say it's the Ohio State. Here's a great opportunity to uh, achieve more, to get more, to get an education. Now, I'm just playing. I'm just throwing this out there, and you guys, you can speak on it individually. Um, do, they, do you think uh, when you come there, the trade-off is an education? Because... You mentioned Spivey, they make billions of dollars uh, in this guy's four-year tender or five-year tender there, but the education doesn't equate to uh, the money they made off this guy. This guy's not going to go out there and be Mark Cuban and, and bring in millions and millions and close to billions of dollars uh, when he leaves Ohio State. They're not preparing mm-hmm. from that. All, they, all he's there is to make the program athletically look good. Mm-hmm. At the same time, when you answer that question, th- throw this in. Do they get the death penalty like SMU? You tell me this has been going on for years where SMU got the death penalty. Do they, get, do they get the death penalty? And I can tell you why I don't think they will. No, they better get it after what they did well, USC. They not, they not well, they USC. USC. They yeah. better they better get the death penalty right. after what they just did. I don't USC. think they will. I don't they think they will. USC. No, because it's I Ohio State and they. But this Ohio been going State. on since two thousand and two. It's the Ohio State. And the only thing that you know what this has been going on since two thousand and two. And Jim Trestle, he has been on the hot seat already for a minute right now with all these uh, the, the suspensions and everything that they've been going through already. The the Maurice Claret thing. Yeah. The uh, the the Troy Smith. Incident taking five hundred dollars from a booster. So this is like the <laughs> third incident that actually has came out that they really hasn't really punished him over. So they gotta have they gotta drop the hammer this time. They you gotta, have to. But you gotta turn around and you got you can look at the uh, institution, but you gotta turn around and look at the NCAA. There's too many. The rules are too hard. And and teams like Notre Dame play the by rules those rules. Hard. I mean, not, and I say hard because you, you can't pay these these guys. Can't we can't work? That's the rule. Right. That, that's what the NCAA is looking at. Look, we set a rule that says. You can't have this. You can't have that. And we're why not? You a, we're giving you a full scholarship, which means we're nothing. giving you a full. Because most of these guys don't <laughs> no, even make don't it to the that. next level. I, but you got a full scholarship, a free education out of it. That's what they. That's what they're saying. Now that's just devil's advocate. Yeah, okay. What they're saying okay. But do, does this NCAA generates billions of dollars? Absolutely. The BCS games alone generate nine billion dollars. Well, look what dollars. these BCS. Uh, okay. uh, Programs are about now. Look at the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Look what happened mm-hmm. there. Look what's going to happen at the Rose Bowl. All mm-hmm. these, a lot of these guys think they're bigger than the game, mm-hmm. so they can have these infractions. Think, don't you dare come try to look at us. But the players make the money. That's why they, nothing happens to the players. To go back to answer your question before, you said, you know, does the the, the players have any uh, responsibility on this? No, they don't. Because guess what? They they need them there. If they let Terrell Pryor. Uh, or any of these other players leave Ohio State and transfer somewhere else because of this whole situation, which they will be eligible to. Right. To, you know, not. But they not were the cause of it. There. They were the cause of. But guess what? They generate the money for that school. Yeah. They don't. Jim Trestle is not selling jerseys. 
Jim Trestle is not filling the stands. They want to go see Terrell Pryor play. Mm-hmm. That's who's generating the money. So I they can't that. let these players go. I understand. So they got to look, uh, turn a blind eye to. Oh yeah, That's you know not what good. you need to do is what you need to do is start. It starts at these back door deals like a Cam Newton and his father was doing. Mm-hmm. They these back door deals when they go into the the family's homes and what's been said there. You know, hey, we give you a bag full of money. And you can't bag, be surprised. Bag full of money, you know, tell your son to come sign with us. They don't have to come to my home. I'm, t- I'm demanding. Hey, I need a hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I need a job and I need a house. I know, that's right. So you're saying. <laughs> you're taking the money. So it's probably, you're saying <laughs> the rules don't apply to you. Well, that's different baseball rules. They, they won't let, they won't let us. I'm college. I'm going to college. Yeah, but I, I can't leave in college. Your, your son. Can go straight from what he's doing now to professional. He ain't have to. He don't have to go to college. But you can. I can't leave what I'm doing right now and go to pro. I got. I have to go to college right. mm-hmm. for right. football. Your son can go straight to right. to that. So mm-hmm. it would be easier uh, to avoid those infractions when well, private. Was, if, if my son is playing football, I don't know what my son. If he's playing football, chess. That's what he's doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you know now. So you come with me. You going to come? You want my son? Okay. This is what it's going to take. I'm letting you know how you gonna make all this money off of my son. You gonna make money off of selling his jersey. Well, now we know. Right. Putting him on video on on video games and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I'm no, just talking. I'm just clowning. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah you know, no, I, I understand I'm that. Saying, you're gonna make all this money off of my son, and then mm-hmm. what is he gonna get out of it? Right. Because honestly, do they really have these players? Education in mind, no. When these recruiters coming out, they, they don't well, care no, if they, they, they really grasping the education or not. They are really getting these players for revenue. Yeah, I, I, there's only a handful of teams that I, I say Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a strict uh, program where you can't get in. If you you can't be a prop. But, you but get, think of, hey, Wakwami. What's up? If you go to Notre Dame, more than likely you're not a kid that's highly recruited from, from, from the inner city. It's not too many inner cities that's going to Notre Dame. That's going to Dukes. Right. And going to these schools, Kansas, because you know, they're not giving a lot of full scholarships. You know, they, I mean, your parents can pretty much cover. You know, they give you fifty percent. You know, or they give you thirty percent. You cover the rest. You got to be smart to get in Kansas. Right. I, I mean, exactly. I fooled them. I mean, I, <laughs> I fooled them, but you got to be smart to get in there. They just get me for athletics. <laughs> but you talking about? I, but I hear. But seriously, I hear what you're saying, Spive. You're not coming from a situation. Middle, where, middle class, middle class, upper middle to upper class. Yeah, That's going to get that. That, that even is seeking. Hey, I'm going to go to Notre Dame. But if the rules change and everybody's hold accountable, like all these right. schools, Tennessee, uh, Florida, uh, you remember FSU, Free Shoe University, when Florida State was going into the malls getting free shoes, teams like Ohio State with all these infractions, mm-hmm. you got, uh, who, who else, USC, a lot of these coaches taking these jobs knowing that we can't win, a, we're not going to go to a bowl game mm-hmm. in the next two or three years, but they can recruit because they are USC, they are right. Ohio mm-hmm. State, you could go to Florida, mm-hmm. um, and you still promise a lot of things. Right. These teams, these schools are getting caught right now, are not the only ones. You talking about these BCS, the uh, Fiesta Bowl, the uh, Rose Bowl, these, these situations, these BS, BCSs are not the only ones with these infractions. That's why I want to know. Does it come down to the NCAA? Do they have to play more part? You have to mm-hmm. the education and billions of dollars. Um, I, don't, I don't know anybody that I went to school with that's making a billion dollars. That's that's a trade off for their education. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to you got to get you get a head start in life, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, with the, with your education and going to the school. Mm-hmm. Because most times, a certain school is is where you went to school. Uh, sometimes when you get drafted, it's where you went to school. Half of them guys in the NFL can't even play. Mm-hmm. It's just where they went to school. Well, you know what? Would you go uh, open yourself up to when the NCAA decides, or if they decide? I hope they never do, though. Uh, decide paying these guys. You're gonna start opening yourself up to 
CBAs, mm-hmm. okay, collective bargaining agreements. How much is the, the star recruits going to be paid? Right. You know, you're going to get into a lot of uh, matches where it becomes this school versus this school. Who's going to pay the most? So you're saying that they should pay the players? They don't, I don't think they don't pay the players because see, they don't want to get into a CBA agreement with. And how do you, you know, justify paying the players? How do you do as far as justification? This is what I mean. Yeah, how much you play a starter as opposed to a uh, a guy that's just running down on special teams, a and kicker, and, and a kicker and running down on special teams for four years? Or uh, how do you how do you pay? How much do you pay a football player that's starting as opposed to a girl that's playing softball for your university? Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know. I think they. The restrictions of the NCAA has to you got now you got to watch the NCAA in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, these infractions have been going on for years and for years. It's just they're just coming forthright. Who the school? Who the school is? Mm-hmm. Ohio State. Who yeah. the school is? And you know the reporters. And Ohio State just got into a, a different conference. So mm-hmm. how could you get, how can you give them the death penalty? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're trying to bring in revenue, TV revenue, they they are always on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do put out uh, a lot of NFL players, but they not all of them not good. Half of them not even good. Mm-hmm. They just go to Ohio State. Right. I yeah. play with School. them. <laughs> 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 but you know, I wanted to look at it on a, on a journalistic uh, level. Now we can get some eyes uh, take on this. But reporters are smart. They're going to look at these schools, these programs, and see guys riding around in cars not paid for. I mean, they was pulling DMV records. Yeah. All right? They was pulling records. They, they go to the, the tattoo parlor, interview the tattoo guys. Mm-hmm. These, the reporters are getting smart. They, this is the kind of story that, that can make or break a reporter right here. Right. So they're going to be out there investigating whatever goes on at any campus. Uh, whoever's doing something they're not supposed to be doing, if something looks fishy, they're going to research this. They're going to investigate it. Exactly. And they're going to bring it. They're going to write on it. And then they're going to bring it to the NCAA and these schools are going to get hammered. So why do it? Because they think they can get away with it. I mean, it's it's under the radar. You know, the reporters aren't doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, they're not, they're going to keep doing what they, they're doing. So if you team Ohio State and, and do you still go out there like Ken and say, go to these, uh, uh, tattoo parlors Go to these dealerships That's where your Investigative reporting Come in at. But, yeah. but, but you team Ohio State Do you go put that News out like that You yeah, you want to be, a, but like you, you know, said, you make a break. break. You don't want to be that reporter. You want to stay in telling on Ohio State. You snitching. You want to stay in Columbus, Ohio, or you want to be on uh, exactly. the, big, the bigger stage. Hey, I mean, right. you know, but I mean, you you do what's best for you. If you feel like it's right, then you do it. I mean, if I feel like I, I you know, it's it's all about morals. I don't do like reporters at all. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I don't like some that's of how them. They make I don't money. like the right. reporter that was going in. Wait, I don't like the reporter that went in on, on Chris Brown when she. It was obviously clear he didn't want to talk about the situation with right. Rihanna. But she, but she wasn't. I mean, that, I mean, she didn't really go at him. Is this sports? Yeah, she did. Is this still yeah. sports? Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talking about boxing now. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We talking about, about that later. We talking about boxing now. <laughs> right. yeah. But yeah, me being a reporter, if I see some news and and I. I think it's gonna make me. Then I'm, I'm I might take it, but I'm but still not the type of person that that wants to just go out and just be a tattle teller. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want to be a tattle teller either. If I can make some money off of it, <laughs> I you can will. do it in a subtle. I'm I mean, a if it comes out, it comes out. But hey. I, I just but there's some good don't reporters that go hey. bad. There's some good reporters go bad, and I will tell you what they say. You give a can you report? I'm giving you a story. <laughs> Next thing that tomorrow when I read in paper, like it's, off the record, it's off the record. Uh, but nothing's off the record anyway. No, I would say I would say this no, for, for any clown. No, nah, well yes, for you, for yes, any clown. Is. Not a, it's okay. It's off the record. <laughs> this is off the record. But you can make two billion, two million dollars uh, 
No, because I'm but see, I'm 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 cut different. You I'm cut loyal. Different. You know, if I'm telling you it's off the record, it's off the record. No, it's not off the record. No, <laughs> it is. Nothing's off the record. Y'all not gonna do me like that. I'm telling you what's gonna happen though. I am. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna tell your editor that this don't. This is off the record, and your editor gonna put. I've 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 done reports, and the next day is. Is in a paper totally different from the, he said. Well, my editor did. That. I said, your editor, you the one wrote it. I said, you the one wrote the story. You the one came to me. I said, you'll never get another. He didn't interview. go back over it. He should have went back over. You'll never get another interview from me. I've, I've, I've not getting uh, plenty of reporters' interviews just because they stupid. <laughs> hey, a lot of reporters be on the hot seat. Man, they don't like athletes. Man, they they, they look at you as like that's a true statement. Too much money. They they look, they're only making whatever they're making. You can't have those biases. Like, you can't be biased like that though. I'm telling you, but I'm, I'm different. That's I'm the new age reporter. You different right now until they throw the money that money in your face. I'm, money don't make me shoot. <laughs> I know what money I mean. don't make me. See, I know that's what I, I told you. I'm cut different. Well, money don't make a lot of people until they get it. Uh, I'm no, just saying. I, I'm telling you look about at brand new Samaj football Kadir. Players. As soon as they get I'll that money, I'm telling you about Samaj Kadir. Y'all, y'all. I'm telling you. Look at Ken. Ken say, look at the look at the guys coming to lead. Uh, they humble. They trying to work hard. Next thing you know, they they on a, a front page of a story. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> you check the fan page. Ken put it out there all the time. You know who I am? It's one every week. How dare you stop me for drinking and driving? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you stop me from shooting the guy? Right. Exactly. I keep Talib. I want to talk about this. Talk about that. Let's talk about Akeem Get in there real quick. quick. We got about two yeah. and a half minutes. Akeem, this is your guy. Jay, uh, Kansas Jayhawk. First he, he, round, he snuck first, in under the radar. First he, first, he snitched on himself. Yeah. Cost him millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke weed. Yeah. yeah. So he drops out of the top 10 to, to number 20-something <laughs> overall. The you know, then he goes over here, goes back home to Texas, gets into an insti- instigation with his sister's boyfriend. 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 Not husband. Boyfriend. Fires a gun at the guy. I don't know if he hit him or not. But now this guy's charged with first degree attempted murder. Wow. This is a, this, this is a, a disaster. A talented. Talented cornerback. Talented. Oh, uh, okay. If you want to find out talented something about heart. me, you do your research like everybody else has to do theirs. I'm not going to tell you I, I smoke weed because I think you're going to find out. Uh, and I'm about to get drafted. And it's a, it's a difference between uh, three to... 10, 15 million dollars You do your own research And that's what If you come up with that Okay Now we'll talk about it Now you got a choice If you want to draft me or not So I'm still going to First round 23 But that's a lot of money That he lost mm-hmm. Then he gets an altercation For no reason You are under a microscope Now when right. you become A professional mm-hmm. guy uh, Anything you do Work for uh, a different uh, uh, Top uh, headquarters Or something like that You will become Under the microscope In that program And those people Around you in eyes Now you can't do Silly things like that mm-hmm. You can't do silly things Like go out there And fight mm-hmm. a boyfriend right. uh, I know when Everybody Every brother Has taken up for their sisters And beat up their boyfriend Her boyfriend Every, Everybody <laughs> Right Ken? Might <laughs> 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 have you, a point But you can't But, you, but now you're on a different level <laughs> yeah. Now he's a He's a national football player mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a professional football player um, Now you can't do silly things like that right. Now what you, what you carrying a gun for? Right Carrying around He, he yeah. thought he was off the record man He could just he, yeah. he never off the record Total to sell Yes Bobby he, Yeah he thought he was off the record But, but this <laughs> is what we talk about again Where you make this money You stay away from the hood Stay away from your hometown That's kind of Move tough. your parents away from there How That's, about that Well you can do move, that but Move them away from they don't there wanna, They don't want, want people to think They're selling out Which is stupid I don't care what it's people stupid. think about me It's stupid yeah. I'm you, moving yeah. When you get to a certain level You know I'm not in Virginia right now I'm not in Virginia. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta move. Yeah, you gotta move. Uh, when they can hit you up from on over the phone uh, from long distance, why would you want to move back right then to get that headache? Right, <laughs> get that headache. And now you, now you put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The organization is in a tough bind now because now right. both of your star cornerbacks are in trouble now. 
Wow. That you might not even have to. Now but, you have to. Now you have to go back and try to draft new yeah. new cornerbacks. Right. But you know what? I think it, it, it's going to have to start, man. It starts well before they get drafted. It's going to have to start when they get in college, man. As far as you know, a development program, a rookie, you know, the rookie symposium that they have. They just started in college. Like when, as soon as they get to college, they just start you know molding these guys. From that moment on, you can't wait until they get there. They, the bad habits have already been created. Right. right. All right, man. We, we we don't have any more time left. It's unfortunate that we have such great shows with no one. It's over already, man. <laughs> like, but I do want to I do want to thank Jody and uh, Clark over there, at Scottsdale Camelback Resort. Go to their website, uh, ScottsdaleCamelback.com. The phone number there is four eight zero nine four seven three three zero zero. They've always been a huge supporter of of, uh, of the show of this show. And taking care of our guests, well, they I'm do glad a great I'm job. Out there tonight, you just put well, all the yeah. information on. Well, yeah. Well, look, I mean, Scott, I mean, Rich, 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 Coach B, he takes advantage of it. He calls them all the time. I, I know they, and I know they tired of him. But I, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, look, man, he, it's nice. They, no, it's nice. But no, we appreciate. I, I always spy you. They got baseball, World Series ring, and that's that. But the guy's well versed on all sports, and that's why I love when he comes on the show. Mm-hmm. Ken always on his. Samaj on hers. We, oh, she's getting on hers. We'll Thank see. You. She's getting on hers. We'll see. We're gonna have Coach a. Me. We're gonna right. take a poll and see if we should keep Samaj on the show. You gonna keep me? Hey, this is Kwame Lawson of Sports. Sometime Rich McKinn from the ATL. Yeah, Samaj in the studio. Peace. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Bob. Peace. Hey, Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.